Welcome back, everybody, to another edition of the Start It Up podcast. We're back to crucial conversations. Got my buddy Jamal with me. Jamal, let's get into it. What's up, man? Let's let's get right into it. Just walk yeah. right up and, and slap, right? <laughs> so take that and rewind it back. Take that and rewind it back. <laughs> Will Smith has got the <laughs> jokes that make Chris Rock go smack. Um, yeah, so first of all, uh, it's good to be back. Missed you. Had a, an interesting experience in Italy last week. And okay. I get back home. And I, I, I got to say this before we really jump into it. Um, it was so weird to be in another country where they do not follow celebrity gossip, nor do they care. Ah, um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Start with that. Because I remember when I got back to the airport, the, the, we had a layover at JFK. And like there was some sort of a thing that I was like, wow. I did not miss this. Um, and then, yeah, a couple days later, full disclosure, I don't watch the Academy Awards. My idea I've ever. No, okay, no. Mm, that's a lie. Um, back, <laughs> it's showing my age. Back in the late 90s, mid 90s. Um, and I think that he kind of set the tone for it. Uh, Billy Crystal. Used mm-hmm. to used to host it and open up show and kind of would roast people, mm-hmm. but um and even though I I didn't watch it live for the last couple of years, I'm not gonna lie to you, I would watch on YouTube the next day to see what Ricky Gervais said that would make people feel really uncomfortable, hmm. and I gotta admit, I like I might someday watch the Academy Awards because Ricky Gervais would say things that people were thinking. You just didn't say. Mm-hmm. And he pointed out hypocrisies that I just, man, I thoroughly enjoyed. Mm-hmm. That being said, <laughs> I go to bed. I wake up Monday morning and, uh, you know, I check some emails. And all of a sudden, every, everybody, everybody is weighing in on the slap. So if you've been hiding under a rock, Jamal is going to recap what happened at the Academy Awards. So, so Chris Rock is, you know, saying some jokes about some people, you know, like they always do, uh, the, the presenter or the host. And he, you know, gets to Will and Jada. He made a little small joke about Will, about another actor who was nominated. And he says, um, you know, you know, he can't win. Even if he, even if he wins, he loses. He's, he's really hoping Will Smith wins. And then he transitions into this beautiful joke. Um, about Jada, and he says, you know, Jada, G.I. Jane 2, can't wait for it to come out. And there was this, you know, long pause, and, you know, from from what I understand, they put her picture up on the screen, because everybody laughed at first, even Will, he laughed. Um, And they put a picture up on the screen, and about two seconds later, all you hear is Chris Rock say, uh-oh, Richard coming. And sure enough, Will Smith walks right up to Chris Rock and slaps him. And Chris Rock is startled. Will Smith casually walks back to his seat. And then he says, you know, to Chris Rock twice, keep my wife's name out of your effing mouth. And um, at that point, I realized it probably wasn't staged. And it probably wasn't a joke. 
I further realized that it wasn't staged or it wasn't a joke when they both apologized to each other. So, Don, what are your thoughts on the slap itself or the whole situation? So I'm not going to weigh in on the slap because <laughs> we had a phone conversation yesterday and I kind of started thinking about things. I think my, my frustration isn't over the slap. It's that people care. Huh? I, I, I sometimes again, um, I always crack up when I see grown men arguing on who's better Jordan mm. or LeBron. Mm-hmm. And my th- first thought is, who cares? Mm. Like, what did you do today? Mm. You're comparing yourself. Who worked harder? Who's more accomplished? And you're concerned about two other men doing other men's work mm. on who's more accomplished? Mm-hmm. Oh, it always makes me scratch my head. Like, did, did you... Did, did you earn money today? Did you bring impact to others today? Did you help somebody? Did you did you research your retirement portfolio? No, is always what I'm left with. I'm like, so in a lot of ways, this has been four days of well, I guess this it's four days that we haven't argued over Ron DeSantis's bill. It is four days that we haven't uh, talked as much about the Russia-Ukraine situation. It mm-hmm. has been four days that we did not talk about, what, what was that thing when I was gone? I guess there was some. There was a swimmer that, that, that won that was transgender. We're not talking about that. We are, we are micromanaging, or not micromanaging, we are dissecting the acts of two men who said things that were at first were fun. This is where we're going to get into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're at an event where you're supposed to kind of roast one another, and we're obsessed over the fact that a guy got smacked. That is my first reaction of who the hell cares. Mm. Beside that, and then I'm going to let you weigh in on it. What I also didn't understand is how polarized people are. I literally saw people saying, I'm team Chris, or I'm team Will. And you can't say that to women. And you shouldn't be insensitive. And uh, I'll let you weigh in on that. But... I, I, these are two men, grown men. And if he smacked him, okay. I don't think it were deserves four days of, um, of this. And by the way, disclaimer, not saying that we shouldn't be talking about issues of war or bills being written or whatever, but it is a little funny that while the world is uh, going on with real news, we're dissecting whether a person's feelings got hurt and whether they should have been slapped. Right. So let me let me just take time to, to speak to the youth out there or whoever is listening to this. Um, if you if you're a little bit younger than our audience uh, normally is, I think that Chris Rock is the story that we're missing. Um, he his level of composure during that moment, his level of awareness self-awareness in that moment um is was extremely impressive to 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 get slapped by another man um while doing your job and to stay within the within the confines of of what it is that you're supposed to be doing you still land that plane 
you get off stage like you're you're disrespected in the highest form because i don't know you know i would have rather him punched him than slapped him because getting slapped by another man to me is more disrespectful than getting punched you're right. Uh, right. You're right. You're right. So, you're you know, right. Open hand. As a matter of fact, back in the day, if you slap somebody, you had to duel. Yeah. Yeah. Thank, okay. Right. Time out. Time out. You are so spot on. That was the precursor. Like, yes. <laughs> Explain that a little bit more. Yes. And so when people back in the day, they would take the glove off a slap a dude, somebody had to die. Like that was the precursor to a duel. I'm a let's duel. Yeah. Um, and and that's how you do it. And if you, <laughs> you didn't duel, it was almost like like you're you're punk. Like it was it, it's the most disrespectful thing. I feel one of the most disrespectful things outside of spitting in another man's face mm-hmm. that you do to another man. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's a level of respect that comes with a punch. Like mm-hmm. I'm going to punch you because I need to knock you out because I don't want you. I respect you enough to punch you, but I'm going to slap you. Slaps are not going to generally knock you out. And yeah. you can come back at me. So while being slapped, disrespected, he kept his composure. Now watch the strength of Chris Rock. Chris Rock then goes and apologizes for really doing nothing wrong. That is that is. By the that, way, hold on. Time out. He, he apologized later. The composure, I thought, was wow. Anyway, up for the award for best documentary. It, I mean, that was, I thought, composure. Right. And so he, he, he performed under the, the, the pressure of getting slapped. Now we all wake up and we, we have our meetings. Think about your, 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 your meeting with your team and you have that one resistant person that's going to say something. And it's hard for us to keep our composure when it's just words, but to get slapped for saying something and then to keep your composure is at a whole nother level. So I marvel at his composure and at, how he responded to it. I wish every kid in America, because, you know, working in a school, I'm going to tie it back to school just a little bit before we move on. But working in a school, I hear so often, and this is something that's taught by, by parents, and this is just who we are as people. If somebody hits you, you hit them back. Because I can't, I don't want my child out here looking like they're weak, because people will then feel like they can just do whatever they want to my child or the kids will respond and say that use that same rhetoric i don't want people thinking i'm soft and 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 i and i want to highlight chris rock because i don't perceive him as a soft individual the the amount of strength to apologize to someone when you did nothing wrong and and you know this is my opinion i don't believe he did anything wrong because as a comedian you are supposed to uh, take a real situation and and make it funny. Like that's that's what we do. Like we we had jokes about Bin Laden. We had jokes about RuPaul. Like everybody has gotten joked on at some point. Um, and it was it was her turn. Now, now I do not condone the behavior of of Will Smith. And and I wanted to start with Chris Rock first because everybody started with Will Smith. Um, But I do understand that there there may be an explanation for it. And I heard Emmanuel Acho say this um, on his show, Speak for Yourself. He talked about how in the first chapter of Will Smith's book, he how he um, he felt like a a, one of his worst mistakes of his life was not protecting his mother when his father would 
physically abuse his mother. He one of his deepest regrets was um, not not protecting the woman that he loved. Um, so when it came to Jada in that moment, it almost looked like he was working out some some childhood trauma, and those things manifest manifest themselves in a lot of different ways. I actually thought that the slap wasn't as much for Jada as it was for Will. I felt like he did it not to protect her honor, but to defend his honor, because no man is going to disrespect the woman that I love in front of me. And I think that whole thing became about him and not so much about Jada. As a matter of fact, we're not even really focusing on Jada's behavior as much as if you say something about Will Smith now, you will get slapped. Like he he has that he has that in him. And I think the 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 focus is is not was not to really pr protect Jada as much as it was to protect his his own honor. Because truthfully, I think as as men, um, like if if someone said something about Cynthia, uh, and that's my wife's name, if you say something about her, I'm not gonna slap you because I take care of my family and I'm secure in myself. And as long as you don't pose a real threat, you, you can say whatever you want. I know that there are some people on our Instagram, we had our one little video that went viral and they said my wife looked like a man. And my wife politely just pinned that comment right to the top and I commented and I said, I love my man. And we kept it moving. But there's no way on this planet that someone is gonna be able to move me to the point to where I'm going to um, respond in that way. Now, the, the, the last thing I'll say before I turn it back over to you is this. As a man, I feel like there is, there is this, um, there's, there's a responsibility for us to protect our families, but there's also, uh, our responsibility to model for our families what we expect our kids our kids to model or, or a certain behavior and I think that unless you are ready to end it all with someone at this level in life then it's it's really not worth a physical altercation those good words those wise words I have nothing to counter or add to that I think my my last point here tonight, um, and I and I wasn't trying to be standoffish of saying like I don't understand why people are dissecting it. People are, and and some things need to be dissected, like what you're saying, like honoring and defending people, and being comfortable uh, in your relationship was a great point. Um, I'm going to go in a different direction and say I don't um, I, I fear for the death of comedy. Mm. Uh, people need to be nice people need to be respectful oh my gosh uh, this is comedy um we can be nice and a matter of fact we need comedy because we're so damn nice all the time uh, like nothing is funnier to I mean, again like uh, listen like spend time around me or my wife or my kids you're like I, I, this sounds like self-congratulatory but i'm a really pretty nice person but i enjoy I enjoy a roast. I mean, those Comedy Central roasts of people. I mean, yeah. it gets dark. Dude, that the, the poor kid on Saturday Night Live that his dad died on 9-11. Half the mm -hmm. job. I mean, like, 
sometimes you're like, oh, dude, you shouldn't do yeah. too far. But that is what you sign up for. And it's okay every now and then to laugh. And I appreciate comedy. And so when this, this should be a, an awakening for, you know, people should be nice and not making fun of their disabilities. I mean, listen, like alopecia, I'm sure like I'm not demeaning it, but like the joke was pretty darn tame compared to a lot of roasts I've seen. And it's not a roast. I understand it's a, it's a, it's an awards night. But comedy, we should be allowed to laugh at uncomfortable situations, and that is it. And if you are going to be easily offended, do not attend things that you know, beyond a shadow of a doubt, that you're going to walk into jokes. Mm. Now, if you said, listen, I'm really, really, well, I mean, just just don't show up. Just don't show up. Well, even if you're that sensitive, just don't show up. Right. Even if you don't show up, he still make a joke about about it. In 2015, he did. Yeah, but but now you're not going to walk up on stage and slap somebody. And then I guess that's my last point. If you're a celebrity, um, just like it, don't don't be a celebrity if you can't take some of that. And and mm-hmm. it's always funny. Look at me. Look at me. Look at me. I'm a celebrity. Oh, but don't say these things. If you're mm-hmm. going to be in the public spotlight, be in the public spotlight. If you don't like it, fade off. Right. So and and then I I have one more point to make. I think our disappointment in the fact that a lot of people care about this, I think there's an explanation for that because I actually am one of the people that care. And I'm also disappointed in myself that I care so much. And it's because these people have almost become idols to a lot of people. Um, and not idols in a religious sense, but a lot of people look up to the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air and, and, and even Chris Rock or AKA Pookie from New Jack City. You know, these, these are people that we either watch grow up or we grew up watching. And I think um, we have to stop following people and we have to start studying them. There are a lot of great attributes that Chris Rock has. There are a lot of great attributes that Will Smith has. And what we have to start doing is stop just saying that these people are my leaders or this person, I follow them and and I want to do everything that there is to do like them. I want to read books like Will Smith and I want to run on the treadmill like him. And I want to have my wife and my kids and I want I want us to have a red table talk and we try to be these people. So when they fall in front of us, we forget that they are just people because we've idolized them to this higher standard. So I'm going to say this, instead of following people, be students of what they do and take only the good and emulate those things, but just keep in your mind that they are people just like me and you. They bleed red and they put their pants on one leg at a time. Agreed. And, and I understand that. And I, I'm glad you brought that up because I understand that maybe that's why it's being talked about a little bit more. It was who it was. You know, when Bill Cosby, America's dad goes and does what he does, it's who it was. So if last night it wasn't Chris Rock, but it was Chris Brown uh, that was doing the slapping, people are like, oh, OK, he has a history of that. If it was you know, somebody that has a John McEnroe that throws it. Well, I'm, I'm really dating myself now, but somebody that has a hot headed uh, temperament and, and is known for it, I guess it's probably talked about a little less. So I do understand it. It's, it who, it's who it is, right. That's doing it. 
However, I, I, I do agree with you on your last point. Like these are people and just because they have a reputation of being one way when they're the other move on with your lives. It's just like, if you're arguing like, Oh, Jordan's the best. Oh, LeBron's is the best. You be the best. Neither <laughs> don't, one don't, don't, don't worry about everybody else's stuff. And I have seen some people saying, listen, the only thing that bothered them is that, you know, if you were being disrespected from the stage, the, you know, some students or, or some younger people are going to think it's your duty to walk up and, you know, publicly humiliate them during the show. No, you're not supposed to, but right. beyond that, be less concerned with Will and Chris and be more concerned about what you're doing. You, you, you go about your business, talk about people less and you do more. Very good. All right. Well, so sorry, take a left uh, turn on there. I was like, yeah, well, let's talk about it. And I said, look, so I opened up with, I don't care, but here we <laughs> did. We dissected it a little bit, but uh, these are some great points. And as always, Jamal and I, okay. So to be fair, when we were first talking about crucial conversations, like sometimes we wanted to be unfiltered. I was a little bit more unfiltered on the phone call because I was uh -huh. a little bit disappointed in um, Will Smith. And this, uh -huh. but I also was more disappointed that I caught myself going, wait, I don't care. <laughs> I don't yeah. care. So anyway, good There's stuff. You made one comment that I think may or may not, well, it's not true. I don't think LeBron or Michael Jordan is the greatest of all time is Kobe. And I stand by it. So we can close on that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, one last update. And uh, I hate, no, I don't. I don't hate the humble brag. I love it. What am I? Because I wouldn't be doing it. But um, we hit a milestone and it was, and I cheated a little bit. Uh, I got on Facebook and I just put it out to my friends. I'm like, hey, I've got, we've got four more hours until the month is over. Because for some reason, podcasts or at least they're, the way they're measured on our services at 8 p.m., it ends the day. So on, uh, I'm recording this on March 31st. So um, we, I was, I was hoping to get uh, 100,000 um, plays on our podcast for the month, um, and I was sweating it out, seeing if we get it. But it ended up being, um, if, and I should just post this on Facebook for those of you that I'm not putting on Twitter and LinkedIn. It's just kind of friends that I'm posting this to. But if you're listening to this, you're a friend. But um, 100,120 on the nose. Wow. So um, that was a, we have never, we have never crossed that 100K threshold for a month. So 100,120, congratulations. And uh, thank you, Jamal and friends. And so thank yeah. you, Jamal, for being a co-host. And thank you guys for listening and sharing it means the world to us. So very good. Well. This is Jamal. This is Jamal Crook for Don Wet Trip, reminding you that opportunities are everywhere. We'll see you.